Hi, it's Paul Ciliberto. Welcome to the podcast edition of this previously aired Ciliberto and Friends broadcast. If you miss Ciliberto and Friends or you want to hear something again, you can hear Ciliberto and Friends, the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Now, let's get into the show. The Big Show. Wait a minute. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. It's potluck, so bring whatever you want. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 709. I'm Paul Silberto. Coming up this hour, we will speak with Ray Pucci, our Delaware County update. Camille O'Brien is here this morning. Good morning, Camille. Good morning, Paul. Thank you for being here. Camille is the co-coordinator, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. We're going to Talk about the task force. We talked a little bit about those uh, naloxone boxes Mm -hmm. um, spread out throughout the county. We'll chat about that and about things going on with the task force as well. Now, normally, plenty to talk about. Yeah, normally on the first Wednesday of the month, uh, month Lindsay Weed is here. We get a chance to talk about what's going on with the uh, the fire departments throughout Sullivan County. Lindsay, a bit under the weather this morning, so I appreciate you being here. And like I said, we're going to get a chance to catch up on what's going on with the substance use task force but speaking of our of our fire departments our firefighters um state senator peter obrocker is here with us no it's not a thursday and no we don't have his fight music ready to go so good morning good morning senator how are you Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody? Doing well. Doing well. Well, Lindsay Weed is a bit under the weather this morning, but uh, you have been mentioning on uh, the updates once uh, once a week when when you're on with myself and I apologize, Jonathan Charles Fox. Um, you've been talking about this bill um, that you are working on that benefits firefighters, and I, I thought today we'd have more of a chance to get a little bit more in depth. On that bill. And by the way, I'd like to introduce you to Camille O'Brien. I don't know if you know Camille. Very, I, you know, I, I've heard the name once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So. Very nice to uh, be in your presence, Senator. <laughs> so let's talk about that bill because, again, um, we can never say thank you enough to the men and women in fire services uh, throughout Sullivan County, emergency uh, services, all first responders as well. So right. talk a right. little bit about the bill, about your background when it comes to your passion for the bill, and then a little bit uh, more on the, on the specifics. Sure. Great. And 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 again, first off, Happy New Year. Happy what, New what, Year. <laughs> what a way to start the new year off um, with some good news for, for a change. Yeah. You know? and, and I want to say good morning to everybody here at Catskill News Talk 92.5-94.9. Good morning to uh, probably one of the most dynamic uh, staffers I have, uh, Camille O'Brien, our our co-coordinator for Substance Use uh, Task Force for Sullivan County. Great, uh, great uh, young lady there. Wish I had more more of them. Um, You know, with that, Paul, I've been a firefighter since 1986, and I've seen the whole firefighting uh, environment, the whole fire firefighting unit change dramatically. And, and, and a lot of that is, is due to costs, cost of equipment, cost of just providing, you know, that service. So when this opportunity came by, um, a bill was proposed and it's a volunteer fire infrastructure and response equipment grant program. I couldn't jump on it quicker 
to be a, a, a co-sponsor and supporter of this. And, and just to give you some highlights, and I know this will probably create more questions and answers, but mm-hmm. we'll, be here, we'll be here to help guide uh, our, our local uh, firefighters and first responders through this process. So the Volunteer Firefighter and Infrastructure Response Equipment Grant Program is a state-funded $25 million competitive grant program. This will support critical funding to strengthen our volunteer fire departments and districts statewide. Now, eligible applicants can apply for up to a million dollars if proposing projects for construction, renovation, or purchase costs for critical facilities. And that's a key part of it. Buildings, training centers, things of that nature. Um, And then you can also apply for up to $500,000 if proposing projects for allowable fire service equipment uh, to upgrade, you know, some of our turnout gear, maybe our uh, our uh, um, our uh, air packs and things of that nature, and improve our response uh, capabilities. So that's kind of the that's the Albany definition mm-hmm. of, of of what's going on. Now, you know, a lot of a lot of my firefighters um, at my age. And, and, and older, you know, maybe not be as tech savvy, you know, with, with trying to get into the portal that is being proposed to, to uh, apply for this. That's where I think our, our office is going to be very helpful to be able to help guide and, and more appropriately shepherd um, through this program. And just a couple of quick questions, because there is a portal for questions and answers that really is well put together is really well put together. But just some some quick uh, questions and answers that I can give and then mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what so one of the questions that was proposed is, can I purchase property under this grant program? And the answer is yes. Uh, allowable expenses under this opportun- under this grant would be opportunity to purchase property. Are all construction costs under this grant program uh, allowable? Yes. And again, there's some you know there's some uh, caveats with that, but. Uh, uh, Construction projects are allowable under this grant. We'll have to go through and see exactly what they are. And then this is a very important one. Would the vehicles and apparatuses be allowed under this? And the answer is no, because it's a little bit different grant. Mm -hmm. The cost of of, of vehicles and the cost of apparatuses right now is so astronomically high. I hate to say it this way, but $25 million wouldn't go very far uh, statewide. So uh, there are some caveats with this program. I am excited to be able to offer this and, and being on the budget and finance committee this, this uh, coming session, which starts today, I'll be heading to Albany. Um, I am looking forward to not only maintaining this 25, but maybe even increasing it to allow, you know, our, our fire, uh, our, our firefighters a chance to be safe, uh, to come back home to their families and more appropriately to take care of those you know, in need. So now where does this bill stand at this point? Uh, it has actually, it was, um, it was, uh, appropriated, uh, in 2023. So it is going to, it's opening up right now for, for the grants to come in. So the money has been allocated. It's ready to go. Um, I was very happy, like I said, to see it go through and proud to vote for it this last, uh, this last session. Um, so yes, it's, it's there, it's ready. I know we're going to get a bunch of questions. I know we're going to get a bunch of people, uh, budget fire departments. I think they're, 
Uh, I'm, I'm not sure the exact number, but I believe in Sullivan County, we have close to 30 fire departments in the county itself. So, you know, my goal would be to get this out to each and every one of them and have each and every one of them put in a grant application along with a letter of support from myself. And, and I will do what I can do to help shepherd this uh, this very valuable and, and exciting exciting grant program through. Now, you had mentioned that um, those uh, that could be involved could reach out to your office for, for the information and help and answers to questions. But who um, who would be qualified to apply for this grant when it comes to the fire departments? Well, actually, um, any um, the, the the officers of the of of the fire department would be the primary um, applicant, and we they need a letter of support from their local uh, or from the county uh, emergency services, which I, I don't believe would be any issue there. And then accompanying that, even though it's not required, I would like to support by putting my letter of support in as well and to, again, help shepherd this through. But it would be coming through the um, the officers of our local fire departments. All right. Now, um, is the, the, their website for the portal, or and is this website available and known to all officers of all fire departments throughout the county? Uh, there is a portal. There is a website. Whether it's known or not at this point, um, I'm not 100% sure on that, Paul, but but my job is to make sure that we get this out to each and every one of our uh, fire departments. And uh, uh, I do not have it handy at the moment, although we did put it out on our Facebook mm-hmm. page. I will be sending, uh, oh, wait, hold on a minute, here oh, we go. Oh. It's Oh, Go ahead. You got it? Oh, it's dhses.ny.gov. Is that what you got there? You know, that's <laughs> why this young lady is so valuable. <laughs> <laughs> so one, one more time. <laughs> I love it. One more time that uh, website is, Camille? dhses.ny.gov. dhses.ny.gov. And again, the important, the the real important information is your contact information for those uh, throughout Sullivan County uh, in our local fire departments, our volunteer fire departments to reach out with any questions, concerns, and maybe a walkthrough on on the best way for uh, for them to to uh, do the application, all the procedures. What's the what's the best contact? Absolutely, Paul. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, direct everybody to the Albany office. Uh, the phone number there is five one eight. 455-3131. And as we start to gather all of the uh, requests that come in, we may even try to put together a, a seminar or a quick little um, walkthrough session here at our Liberty office or, or at a maybe at a strategically located fire department and uh, walk some folks through the process. I think that'll be very valuable moving forward. All right, we're going to get you on once again. Again, like the first, like I said, the first Wednesday of um, every month. Uh, Lindsay Wheat is here under the weather this morning, but this is valuable information for our our local volunteer fire departments. Thank you uh, for the update. The only man that I know who has a command center that needs gas and oil changes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm not from the mobile uh, 
first, although soon I will be. And and one one thing of note, real quick, Paul. Yes. Uh, I considered the bookend. I think I was the last legislator in 2023. Yep. Am I the first? Oh, I'm ahead. Oh, of- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. No. I'm no. not. I'm not going to be able to put up with this if uh, he finds I mean, out I, about it. Molinaro is a- not coming up until the eight o'clock hour. You beat Molinaro <laughs> to the punch. He's never going to let me live it down. It is going to be a great 2024. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the senator that. jumps out in front of the congressman. I am in trouble. Who knows? Maybe next, Jonathan will get your name right. Yeah. Yes. 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 Although I will oh. say, watch, watch the frown. Although you were both trumped by Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther yesterday. Oh. <laughs> that's true. That's right. That's All right. right. We'll catch up tomorrow morning. Um, again, thank you for the update. And uh, we're here to get the information out any, any, anytime things progress or if there's more information. And uh, we'll make sure we get to pass this along. All right, Senator. Great job as always, guys. Thank you. Camille, we'll see you soon. See you soon, Senator. State Take Senator care. Peter O'Brocker heading to uh, heading to Albany. And again, uh, you know, we were talking last week, Camille, when uh, um, uh, Jonathan Charles Fox was here and uh, Mike Martucci, that we are incredibly lucky. And you go back over the years from Senator Metzger to Senator Martucci to Senator O'Brocker. Now, we are very lucky with the representation that we have had and continue to have here throughout uh, Sullivan and the Catskill. I I absolutely concur. You know, um, before working for Senator O'Brocker and Senator Martucci, I did work for other um, elected officials in Albany and outside of Albany. And, um, you know, it's very under underspoken Mm -hmm. how great of a legislator Senator O'Brocker is. And, you know, as we go into talking about the substance use task force, I don't want to blow up his spot, but, uh, he does have some good legislation in, in that area as well as a ranker yeah. on the uh, Alcohol and Substance Use Task Force. Well, I can tell you one thing. Oh, Brocker cooks better than the other ones. It's <laughs> 722 now. Hi, it's Paul Silberto. This week's Foster Supply Hospitality Word of the Week is Hemlock. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click on the Foster Supply Hospitality logo. List the Word of the Week, and you're eligible to win a $50 Foster Supply Hospitality gift certificate. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9 Weather. Today, partly sunny, high 36. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 26. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a chance of snow showers, high 32. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, low of 16. Friday, sunny, high of 31. And Saturday, mostly cloudy with a chance of afternoon snow, a high of 32. It's cloudy, 26 in Sullivan and the Catskills. Silberto and friends. Yeah, he is the real deal. Now, I don't mean to cuss, but that one funny... Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. 7.27. Good morning. I'm Paul Silberto. Camille O'Brien is here with me this morning. Camille is the co-coordinator, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. Thank you for being here this morning, Camille. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about the, um, the Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. A different name. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, we're, we're trying to be a, a little more politically correct. A lot of people still refer to it as the drug task force. It's the same task force. Mm-hmm. We're uh, just trying to update the name a little yeah. bit. And so many, uh, we love talking about the fact that there are so many things that happen be- behind the scenes. 
things that people are not aware of that are really pushing forward. This is this is a, an incredibly tough battle, Absolutely. but with the um, uh, now the substance use task force working in conjunction with so many other, whether it be community organizations, law enforcement organizations. Things are moving forward. We get updates from Congressman Mark Molinaro, updates from others that are involved, and uh, there's a lot of work going on. Yes, and, uh, you know, it it happens a little at a time. Um, A great thank you to all our community partners. A great example is the Naloxone vending machines. Yeah, let's talk about that because Dan Hoost um, hit on that yesterday during our Sullivan County update, and uh, it was interesting how he got into some of the specifics of these machines. Talk a little bit about that. And yeah, Well, it looks like a, uh, a snack vending machine, which mm-hmm. um, it actually is from the same type of vendor. Uh, but we installed them in the government center as well in the, as in the Department of Community Services. Mm-hmm. And um, right now we're still working on building out the website, which has gone live, unitedsullivan.com. That's unitedsullivan.com. Yes, okay. where you can request a kit if you can't get to one of these machines. But you just walk up to the vending machine. On the um, machine, it will say what code to punch in. You punch in the code, and a, a Narcan kit will come out to you. And, you know, another thing with our great teams working on this, the kits aren't just Narcan. It's also information on um, test strips, where to get more test strips, uh, hope not handcuffs. If you want to reach out and get directed and have an angel contact you yeah. to get into recovery, because we don't want to just p- keep bringing people back. We want to nudge them into recovery. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a big part of this. I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize the, how much of a life saver that is. Hope Not Handcuffs? Hope Not Handcuffs, yes. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you mentioned law enforcement. So Hope Not Handcuffs has been doing a, a great job in Sullivan County and in other counties around us where anybody can walk into any police station and get the help they need. Within a half hour, somebody will come, sit with them. They call them angels, which anybody can volunteer for the angel program and get training on how to do that. So if anybody's interested, reach out. Um, You can put in a request on unitedsullivan.com. We'll have more information coming on there. Uh, But law enforcement uh, in Liberty has actually been piloting a quick response team aside from the Hope Not Handcuffs program. So it's an expansion of Hope Not Handcuffs where every time somebody's brought back to life, Narcan back to life, mm-hmm. with within 24 to 72 hours, a peer recovery coach and a law enforcement officer will go visit them with information and resources to be able to talk to them about possibly going into recovery, and they've had great success with it. That is good to hear. We're going to talk more about that. We're going to continue this conversation about those naloxone. What are you referring to, Matt? (laughs) Naloxone vending vending machines. All right. As uh, as our morning goes on, a lot of great information. So uh, Camille O'Brien is here. 7.30 now. Silberto and friends. I hate clothes and I refuse to put them on. Perfect. That's where the magic starts. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. till 8. Catskills News coming up at 8. Catskills News headlines being brought to you by the Runaway Train Brewery. Taking reservations for private parties, special events, and corporate gatherings. A journey of lasting memories. Check out their event options online at runawaytrainbrewery.com. That's runawaytrainbrewery.com. And click 
on the private parties tab. Runaway Brewery, Runaway Train Brewery, 2 Chapel Street, downtown Holmesdale, online at runawaytrainbrewery.com. Here's Mike Sakel. The full Sullivan County Legislature ceremonially sworn in yesterday. All nine legislators took their oath of office in front of a crowded hearing room at the government center in Monticello. Afterwards, in a 7-2 vote, legislators chose Nadia Reich as chair. Reich becomes only the second woman to be chair since Lenny Binder 20 years ago. Legislator Joe Perello chosen as vice chair. Another notable, the swearing-in of District 8 legislator Amanda Ward as the first African-American woman to serve on the body. Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther and her legislature colleagues are in Albany today to begin a new legislative session. Gunther, head of the Mental Hygiene Committee in the Assembly, is focused on several priorities as well as housing on the top of her list. The session will culminate with a new state budget for the fiscal year, which begins April 1st. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sakel, Catskills News. Catskills News coming up at 8 on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. It's Silberto and friends. Good morning. I'm Paul Silberto. Camille O'Brien is here, the co-coordinator, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. That's me. And Camille, let's talk more about those uh, naloxone vending machines. This is a a unique concept. Um, Where did this concept come from? And are there going to be multiple locations throughout the county? So uh, this idea comes from uh, other places in the state and country where, you know, it works. It it seemed like an outlandish idea at first, but, you know, um, instead of reinventing the wheel, we're finding things that are working in other places and we're trying them out here and maybe they'll work and maybe they won't, but, you know, it's worth a shot. Um, We're starting with two vending machines. Uh, We had plans for more, but, uh, you know, budgetary purchasing wise, we were able to start with the two. Uh, one in the Monticello Government Center. It's right by the door by the parking lot. And then in the Department of Community Services in the lobby. So we're starting with those two. There's hundreds of kits in each machine. Uh, we're tracking how often. Uh, so it comes with software. So on the back end, mm-hmm. we can see, you know, what times are most popular, what days are most popular. And use that data to really see what's working, uh, what's not. But, yeah, we're giving it a shot. And the general public has access to these machines in time of an emergency, correct? Absolutely. Uh, It's free to get a kit out. Um, We'd prefer if somebody has a kit on hand already to Mm -hmm. not take that extra minute or two. Every minute matters. But that's why we've been putting uh, Nalox boxes everywhere as well. Right. Uh, Now, there's a difference between the Nalox boxes and the vending machines. Mm-hmm. Yes, the vending machine is meant for uh, a little bit more planning. If somebody wants to bring a kit home, if they have somebody at home that they think might be in danger, you gotcha. Know. Because because my my question was, um, we were we were um, really honored that uh, we had a chance to do the Silberto and Friends Saving Friends, where we reached where our goal was to have 102 people. Um, Narcan trained and went well over that 102 mark. You were so instrumental in the trainings as well. Yeah, thanks for your help um, in that. That was great. So when you look at, you know, when you look at at at, at the vending machine again, um, you, you, the concern is: are people who are not trained going to have access as well? And and what's the thoughts on that? Uh, so we include a little bit of information within the kit on how to use it, and then also when you. Um, Look at the machine. There's a, a code you can scan, which goes to unitedsullivan.com, and there is a video there that has a, a short training. 
But for anybody interested in a bit more information around, you know, um, opioid uh, substance use disorder or, you know, how to keep somebody a little safer once you've Narcan them back, how to keep yourself safer. We, we can go on for, you know, uh, up to an hour, possibly two hours, depending on questions. Right. So we can have a long training, but we want to give everybody at least the minimum training. Good point. Good point. All right. Talking more about this and more about the um, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force in a little bit here on Silberto and Friends. 741 now. Silberto and Friends. Louder than a jackass in a tin barn. I wouldn't expect you to know anything about it, being a loser. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, Wednesday morning, 744. I'm Paul Silberto. Camille O'Brien is here. Good morning. This morning, Camille is the... Co-coordinator, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. Now, uh, Camille, I, kn- I know you know this this gentleman very well, but I don't know if you've been here on a Wednesday, if you're familiar with the ritual. But it's time now to all rise. <laughs> yeah. Time now for, as we say, the man, the myth, the legend, the president of the Delaware County Chamber of Commerce, Ray Pucci. Good morning, Ray. Good morning. You know, at a certain point in your life, you become a ritual. That's that's just great. (laughs) Well, what can I say? Just remember, you are older than me. This is true. This is true. I got three days on you, and I always will. Yeah, exactly. Well, good morning, my friend. Uh, You feeling better? I am. Gosh, <clears throat> it was a rough week. I know. Ray was playing hurt last week when he was on suffering from COVID. So I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it took a few days. And I think I picked it up at the last chamber event, actually. Oh, boy. Anyway, <laughs> well, what is going on now with the Delaware County Chamber of Commerce? <clears throat> well, a couple things. One is I just I <laughs> you're right. Last week I was playing hurt. Um, but I just in case folks <clears throat> missed that that performance, um, the uh, the deadline for entries in our national civics B has been extended to January 22nd. So there's still time for middle school students to submit those 500 word essays um, talking about uh, a problem in their community and how you one can use civics to solve that problem. So that continues now to, through January 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, our in-person Civics B will still be on March 9th at SUNY Delhi. The, the other thing I wanted to mention <clears throat> this morning is, you know, with chambers, with a chamber of commerce, we're always trying to reach out to every segment of, of our business community and make sure that their needs are addressed um, and we can do the best we can to help support what they're doing. Um, one of those uh, areas, one of those those segments of our of our business uh, community that sometimes get overlooked um, are all those folks who are working remotely, the folks who are freelancers, um, those startup entrepreneurs who are working out of their homes, perhaps working remotely, and. One of the things that we're going to be launching later this month, 
um, on the 31st is our co-work Wednesday. And it's an opportunity uh, for those remote workers to come together. I mean, it sounds may sound a bit oxymoronic, but um, you know, we 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 want to make sure folks know that there's support for them and they're not out there by themselves. So we're dedicating our our meeting room um, every, on the last Wednesday of every month. So this month will be the 31st from 10 to 3 uh, to get together. Uh, to talk, to talk about what they need, to, to boast a little bit, to brag a little bit on what they've been able to accomplish, um, talk about what are those training needs perhaps that they need, what are those learning experiences that they need to, to support their business, and how can we fill that, that need. And of course, we'll be in our meeting room uh, lots of space, high-speed internet access, uh, thanks to our friends at Delhi Telephone, um, com- printing services. So if, if folks just need time to come in in a, in a more social setting and work, it's there for them as well. So that's our co-work Wednesday uh, that will start on the 31st of, of January. And as I said, every every Wednesday, from 10 until until 3. And that's an effort that is done in partnership with our friends at FCL Collaborative. It's a, it's a, a Delhi-based <clears throat> business consulting business. Um, one of our chamber members came to us with the idea, and um, we're happy to, to support that, lend that space, and, and work with them to support those um, those freelancers, those remote workers in our in our communities, and really build that sense of of community. So, of course, information is available um, on our website. You can get to that by going to the uh, Catskill News <clears throat> Radio click list. Go to the Delaware County Chamber. Yep. You can go also, to the events. And you can and also see, you can also click through for my. Facebook page this morning, Ray, and our Catskills News Talk Facebook page, where I talk about who's on the show on the video. Another great program with the Delaware County Chamber of Commerce. Ray, you and I will catch up next week, all right? I look forward to it. Hey, Camille, good to see you this morning. Always so good to see you, Ray. Ray Pucci, our Delaware County Chamber of Commerce update. Birthday shout-outs on Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9. Got a birthday today. Well, first of all, happy birthday to uh, Robert Buck. Robert celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday to Jackson's Buck. Jack from Resorts World Catskills. Got a birthday today. You're celebrating with the Victoria Principal from Dallas, 74. Mel Gibson is 68. Formula One legend Michael Schumacher is 55. Uh, Danica McKellar. The Wonder Years is 49. Eli Manning, 43. Florence Pugh, Black Widow, is 28. Activist Greta Thunberg is 21. And Reagan Reverd, missing on Young Sheldon, is 16. Got a birthday, got a celebration, let us know about it. We will let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click Shout Out. Get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. Silberto and Friends. It's a big show. It's huge. 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 It's just huge. It's huge. It's huge.
It's a big show. It's terrific. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. It's 7.56 now. It's 4 till 8. I'm Paul Silberto. Camille O'Brien is here this morning. Good morning. And uh, Camille is the co-coordinator, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. Camille, we had a chance to talk about the naloxone boxes, naloxone vending machines. Um, let's talk a little bit about the um, the task force yes. and really what the task force is made up of. So there's multiple pillars and, you know, we have a pre- prevention pillar, a prenatal pillar, a veterans pillar, a uh, law enforcement pillar, and something called the United Sullivan Pillar, which is under which we uh, deployed this new system called Unite Us. And it's a, a software system under the idea of no wrong door. Mm-hmm. So if somebody goes to a food pantry, whether they go to the Federation for the mm-hmm. Homeless or uh, go to somebody in Salt over at Cornell Cooperative to get uh, enrolled there, they can put them in this system and give them uh, closed root referrals for housing, for financial assistance, for health department for uh, children's services, for mental health services, a, a vast array of services if they uh, are mm-hmm. dealing with substance use issues right. for that as well. Um, and it's a, a no-wrong-door system. And the Department of Health now um, has a self-referral link. So you can find that on the Department of Health website. And that's under one of the pillars. Um the prevention pillar is working a lot with the youth to get ahead of these substance use issues. That That is so important, getting ahead of the, and that really, that is just so important. Absolutely. So, you know, um, a, a group of community organization representatives yesterday went to the St. John's Street School, which is actually a Monticello School District uh, redirectional high school. So... Children that um, don't really qualify for BOCES or special ed, but need a little help to graduate. And it's similar to like a Montessori school, but they're, they're employing a lot of programs, art-related, to it just gives students the tools. And they're working on their own marketing programs to have students speaking to students about prevention. Wow. And that's substance use prevention. Yeah. This, this is amazing. And again, an, an, another, um, really another good case of... What's going on that a lot of people are not aware of? There are so many different organizations, individuals um, that are working on this battle. And uh, it's, it's really, it is refreshing to know. And the question I, I like to ask uh, when our district attorney, Brian Connerty, is in and others is, what can our listeners do um, as a general public? To get involved. Is it to be aware? Is it what? What's the best thing you could think of? Awareness or getting involved with a, uh, a community organization that, you know, uh, fits into what you'd like to do, whether it's a food pantry or uh, a church like St. John's where they have a mm-hmm. lot of AA and NA meetings. Yep, exactly. Or anything like that, because so many community organizations are involved this in this and it's a full community effort. It is indeed yeah. a group effort. Again, we're going to talk more about um, the, the task force. Next hour, Camille O'Brien is here. Coming up also next hour, our weekly conversation with Congressman Mark Molinaro. Sarah Hazelness has our A Single Bite update this morning. Cindy Ray talks about what's happening on the pages of the Hancock Herald. And we're going to get an update on what's happening at CARE 
Joanne Giroux, our monthly care update. Thank you for being here and thank you for being part of Silberto and Friends. Wake up. I listen in the morning the most. Get you going. You know, find out what's going on. Great to listen to. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. Coming up this hour here on Silberto and Friends, our weekly conversation with Congressman Mark Molinaro. We will speak with Sarah Hazelness. Our a single bite update. Cindy Ray talks about what's happening on the pages of the Hancock Herald. I'm Paul Silberto. Camille O'Brien is here with me this morning. Camille is the uh, co-coordinator of the Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. Good Come morning, morning everyone. Good morning. Good to have you here this morning. We talk more about the uh, the task force and uh, more about the. Uh, the naloxone, the uh, the vending machines, and the, the naloxone vending yeah. machines and nalox boxes. Yes, yeah. and and about the uh, the task force as well. But right now, it's that time again, as we do once a month, to find out what's happening at Care. It is our monthly Care update, and on the Catskills News Talk line, it's Joanne Jero. Happy New Year, Joanne. Happy New Year. Good morning, Camille. Good morning. You had an amazing, amazing and an amazingly busy year with care, didn't you, in 2023? Yes, it, it just keeps getting better and better. And I'm I'm very excited with, you know, the increase in services we're offering to the community, uh, which is one of the things I want to talk about this morning. <clears throat> CARE maintains a community pantry for those who get a little, uh, you know, under the weather financially and need some help. Maybe they can't afford, afford cat food or dog food. And we need a little bit of replenishment. So I'd like to ask for donations, uh, preferably smaller bags of cat food and dog food, canned cat food and dog food, just to make sure we keep our pantry uh, um, full to accommodate whatever the community may need. So once again, run down the items that you're looking for. We're looking for small bags of cat food and dog food and canned cat food and dog food. And uh, best place uh, to drop them off at the uh, at the at care, correct? That's correct. 263 Old Monticello Road in Ferndale. And then what I'd also like to draw a little bit of attention to is we are coming into colder weather now. Hopefully we're going to have a snowstorm this weekend. I'm very excited. <laughs> it looks like it. Uh, uh, it looks like it. We'll see. Yes, I'm excited. And uh, I just want everybody to, if you see something, say something. We have to watch out for our furry friends that don't have a voice. If you feel any animal is being left outside and act acclimate weather, uh, if you feel that an animal isn't being cared for properly, you can contact me, you can contact CARE, the SPCA, Sullivan County Law Enforcement, and we're all collaborating together to make sure that we have the backs of the animals that we love so much in Sullivan County. All right. Um, and again, uh, good information. Always looking out for for our pets uh, Joanne, our uh, listeners and those who want to get involved can actually go to my Facebook page or Catskills News Talk Facebook page. 
my video for who's going to be on the program this morning and can actually click through to the CARE Facebook page to get more information and uh, hopefully help out. So once again, looking for, uh, for pet food, canned or dry, right? That's correct, Paul. All right. Well, we always appreciate the update. I'm looking forward to talking to you again uh, next month, and hopefully you get uh, flooded with that needed uh, that needed pet food and all the other needs when it comes to uh, to care, and hopefully those who uh, may see a situation, like you said, with the colder weather upon us, will reach out as well. So always thank you, Joanne, for the update. I Happy do New Year, you. Paul. Happy New Year, Camille. Have a great New Year. You too, Joanne. I just joined your Facebook. All right. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Take care, Joanne. Uh, our our monthly care update, Joanne Giroux. And again, if you can help out with the uh, the uh, the canned pet food, the dry pet food, uh, Joanne and Care helping out those that are in need, and you could be part of that again. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. You'll see the uh, the logo for CARE or on my Facebook page or Catskills News Talk Facebook page this morning. For my video for who's on the show, click on through to the CARE Facebook page. It's 813 now. Camille O'Brien is here, and uh, we've been talking about the uh, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force, getting into the different pillars of the task force. And again, so many organizations working together in this not fight, but in this battle. Absolutely. Uh, it is a battle, and, you know, it's all hands on deck. And uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout-out to uh, ATI and Deb Warden and all the work they do over there. I mentioned uh, Unite Us earlier. Love ATI. Uh, mm-hmm. They get so many referrals, and uh, they've been great about helping to integrate the system and work with us to work out the kinks. But um, they also, uh, Deb Warden and uh, a, a couple of her... Um, veterans over there actually lead our veteran task force pillar uh so they're working on a lot of issues uh that have to do with veterans that are suffering from substance use disorder and how to how to come at that from a different angle just as Mm -hmm. the uh dwyer peer-to-peer program is a veteran speaking to veterans because you know um one veteran speaking to another is uh without parallel yes and there's yeah we talk about that so often and uh, it is. Sometimes that's the only way things really get through, if I can put it that way. Absolutely. And and bringing that over to uh, substance use disorder, uh, they, they've been a great help in organizing the Veterans Pillar, which just, just started last year. And uh, they're getting rolling, and I, I can't thank them enough. So our Veterans Pillar has been our newest addition, and, um, you know, it's constantly changing. So, you know, anybody that wants to get involved, I, I uh, ask you to... Go to unitedsullivan.com and check out. We'll be building out information there. And uh, just to get involved with any of your local organizations, you know, ATI is a great example. Sullivan 180 participates, Catholic Charities, uh, Independent Living, Access Supports for Living. uh, So many. Uh, All of our law law enforcement agents, uh, agencies, all of our volunteer fire agencies. And actually, you know, this morning we were talking about volunteer fire departments Mm -hmm. and you know they're on the front lines responding to a lot of these calls yeah uh, yeah we've spoken with Lindsay about that yes absolutely and uh you know we just always want to be thanking them and that's a great way to get involved too if anybody's interested in becoming a volunteer firefighter i know they're always looking to build their ranks oh yeah yeah now give give that uh contact information again the website information that's so important unitedsullivan.com 
And it just went live. We're continuing to build it out. So, you know, save it in your favorites and uh, keep coming back to check it out. UnitedSullivan.com. Coming up on 816 now, and uh, Camille has Catskills News Talk. 92.5, weather. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9 weather. Today, partly sunny, high of 36. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low of 26. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a chance of snow showers, high of 32. Tomorrow night, mostly clear with a low of 16. Friday, sunny, high of 31. And Saturday, mostly cloudy with a chance of afternoon snow, high of 32. It's mostly cloudy. Finally moved. It's up to 30 now in Sullivan and the Catskills. Silberto and friends. I know it's different than you're used to, but you'll see it's just as good. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's coming up on 820. I'm Paul Silberto. Camille O'Brien is here. Camille is the co-coordinator, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. Thank you for being here this morning. Thanks for having me, Paul. Wednesday morning. Every Wednesday morning at this time, we get an update on what's happening on the pages of the Hancock Herald. And on the Catskills News Talk line, Cindy Ray, Hancock Herald. Good morning, Cindy. How are you? Happy New Year. Oops, I think we're having we're having uh, connection issues with Cindy. How are you, Cindy? Can... Good morning, Paul and Camille. I hope you can hear me. You're a little... It's a little glitchy this morning. Hey, hey, don't call <laughs> me talk... glitchy. <laughs> Good morning. So, what's happening on the pages of the Hancock Herald? Um, we have, this week, a really important article um, about the Fishes Eddy water issue and it's but it's not just about fishes eddy this is it there's a rural water crisis happening where these small hamlets like fishes eddy like east branch are have to switch from private owned water systems to municipal water systems and it's very very expensive for the taxpayers and um our reporter Kristen Barron did a really great job researching, contacting, talking to local authorities and politicians, and um, just to put this article together about what this crisis means to these small rural communities. It's really worth reading. Pick up a copy um, uh, because it's something that's happening right here in New York State. These people really do not have adequate water these communities and uh so that's important and then we have in the center spread we have our year in review 2023 highlights and pictures and uh so that's really and uh, all our regular you know local sports bowling scores those are very important we had somebody uh, this week um uh mr uh lombardi fred lombardi with a 300 this All is big right. news. Yeah. Bold a perfect game. Mm. So, <laughs> do that. And um, so just it, it's really great local news, just whatever's happening in the community. Always local. You can go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click on the logo for the Hancock Herald on my Facebook page or Catskills News Talk Facebook page. Uh, the video for who's on the show this morning. Click on through to the 
uh, Hancock Herald Facebook page. Cindy, even though you called me glitchy, we will talk again next week. All right. <laughs> I will see you next week, Paul. Thanks. Have a great one. You too. Cindy Take Ray, care. our Hancock Herald update. Oh, boy. It is. Uh, it, am I glitchy? Oh, not to be. It's uh, eight eight twenty three now. Speaking of glitchy, uh, good morning, Tommy Wasserman, fifty two and Vine. How are you? How are you? I'm wondering if Cindy uh, broke into that raffle basket she won a couple ah, weeks ago. Ah, that's right. That's she a fundraiser. Went, yeah, from raffle a basket of uh, of cheer from. Mm-hmm. 52 and Vine, and yeah. Uh, yeah, boy, was she smiling on the way out. Yeah, absolutely. Good for her. <laughs> so how, how was your New Year's, my friend? Happy it New was, Year's. Well, the store was insane. I mean, we were crazy busy. Thank you to all our beautiful customers in the Sullivan County and Delaware County who came in and, and supported us, and uh, yeah, it was really amazing. Amazing. I can only imagine. I can yeah. only imagine you were you were busy. Um, now, what are the what are the hours now that we're out of the holiday season? Our regular hours now are every day. We're ten to eight every day, and now on Sunday, ten to five. We're allowed. We couldn't open till twelve on Sunday, but uh, legislation passed. Uh, governor signed in uh, a few months ago that we can mm-hmm. open at ten. So we do. All right. So, there, so yeah. now that we're out of the holidays, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to pick your brains a little bit, uh-huh. and I know you're here to. Uh, Jump on the air with Eddie Wilson on our sister station, 95.9 VOS FM. But um, out of the holidays into what into, would be the winter doldrums. Well, first of all, there's inventory. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> the physical inventory, which is yeah. uh, always a little stressful. But, you know, you want to complete that within the day. Yeah. What uh, what happens to be the, uh, the wine or the whiskey or the... Uh, Adult beverage of choice as we get into the doldrums of winter. Well, we'll start talking about some mulled wines, which means to heat up the wine and add spices. We have some pre-spiced wines already. We have a uh, a glog, which is a Swedish, uh, Scandinavian kind of a glog mulled wine. Yeah, glog is the G L O G G, which is okay. really just the same as uh, a mulled wine, which is uh, you right. heat up the wine and you add yeah. spices. But these come all ready to go. A glog is all spiced up and. Uh, we also recommend our Brotherhood Holiday Spiced Wine, which you can drink as is or, or just heat that up, too. And you can throw fruit in there, and I think we're going to have a crock pot one of these soon days to, uh, with a little ladle in there if you want to come in and have All right. a little cupful. We can't uh, over-serve, of course. Well, of course. Uh, <laughs> and you've, got to, you've got to partake responsibly. Yeah, yeah. You know, 52 and Vine um, in uh, Jeffersonville. Yeah, Main Street in Jeffersonville. Seven oh. days. Come on right. down. You'll be back in as a, a guest co-host next in a week. few weeks. Next week next is week. all right. Next week, I'll keep track. You notice he doesn't bring in a crock pot or wine when he's in here. <laughs> Have crock pot will travel. He, he knows two things: one, I don't drink, and two, if I did, boy, would I be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Wasserman, fifty-two and Vine. Thank you. Thank you for stopping in again. Thanks Happy so New Year, my Happy friend. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you. Coming up on eight twenty-six now. Good morning. <laughs> Silberto and friends. Just because you're stupid doesn't mean you can't rule a planet. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's Silberto and friends. I'm Paul Silberto. Camille O'Brien is here on this uh, Wednesday morning. Want to talk more about the uh, the task force and uh, the uh, the different pillars and all those that are involved in this ongoing battle, but really um, standing united in the battle. But right now, let's find out what's happening with A Single Bite. It is our monthly A Single Bite update on the Catskills News Talk line. We are saying good morning to Sarah Hazelness. Sarah, how are you this morning? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Paul. I'm doing well. I hope you guys are too. Yeah, it's so good to talk to you. And uh, last hour, we had a chance to chat with State Senator Peter O'Brocker, and it was last month. 
that Audrey Garrow was here and uh, State Senator Oberacker presented that check for $1,000 to a single bite just because Jonathan Charles Fox kept messing up Senator Oberacker's name. <laughs> but it was so cool uh, to have that check presentation. So I know the, uh, the holiday time, uh, an incredibly busy time with a single bite. Um, how did things go for the holidays, taking care of those with food insecurity, Sarah? You know, things went really well. We had such a strong turnout from our volunteers. Um, we did a special holiday meal and got it delivered, you know, as close to the holiday as we could. Um, we did the same thing for Thanksgiving. So throughout the holiday season, our volunteers have really showed up for us and have um, accommodated, you know, our change of schedule so we can make it really as special as possible for our meal recipients. Um, and actually, something that's very exciting is that we are going to hit 150,000 meals served wow. as of tomorrow. Wow. wow. That's fantastic. That, that is incredible. You know, what's, what's even more incredible than the number, Sarah, is the fact that there would have been 150,000 um, people that would have been without food had it not been for the work of a single bite and the volunteers. That's amazing. No, we are so happy to be able to support our neighbors in need and are looking forward to be able to expand um, that reach actually in 2024 with the build of our new commercial kitchen here at the Catskills Food Hub. Um, we're hoping to be able to increase that number significantly so maybe we can hit 200,000 even faster than we hit 150. Well, that is incredible. Now, Sarah, we talk about the fact that our listeners can go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com to our click list. Click on the logo for a single bite. Check out the website um, all, all about a single bite. Uh, even even make a donation. But um, other than like donations, are volunteers needed? And if so, what's the best way that somebody can get involved and open their heart and, and help out with a single bite? Yes, volunteers are certainly needed. And actually, we rolled out our new website right on Halloween um, this past year. So if they go to a singlebite.org, there is um, a contact button. And if you hover over that, there is a volunteer tab that they can click. They can fill out their information, tell us what they're interested in doing, when they would be available, if there's a specific district they'd like to serve, if they'd like to serve in their home district. Um, and we will get in touch with them and let them know what other opportunities we have available. For that, is, them. that is fantastic. And like I said, if you go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list, you'll see the logo for a single bite. Click on it. That will take you to the, uh, the, the new A Single Bite website that Sarah had talked about. And, Sarah, we talk about the A Single Bite feeding the community, but really the foundation of A Single Bite before that word pivoting during uh, uh, the beginning of the pandemic to serving those that have food insecurities. A Single Bite, the foundation, is really teaching youth uh, what it means to um, eat and, and, and with really healthy, real food and that program going on in the schools as well. Yes, absolutely. So we empower students to um, learn about where their food comes from and to care about where their food comes from. And so as of the end of the fall semester, we have reached uh, 463 seventh graders across the county. Wow. And we've got hopes to reach another 200 plus 
in the spring semester. So we'll be able to reach every seventh grader in the county at every district, including Bozy. And and those those children are bringing these ideas home. And that could spread through the entire family when it comes to eating healthy, eating real food. And down, down the line, that's going to make so much of a positive impact. And that's why I hope you realize what a single bite is all about. That's why we're thrilled that um, Audrey joins us on a regular basis. Sarah now joining us this morning. And again, please go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list. Click on the logo for a single bite. Find out how you can help out, how you can get involved, and spread the word about a single bite. Sarah, again, thank you so much for the update this morning. We'll catch up again soon, all right? Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me, Paul. All right. You can also, again, go to my Facebook page, the Catskills News Talk Facebook page, um, the video on who's on the program this morning. Click on through to the A Single Bite Facebook page as well. It's coming up on 836 now. Good morning. Silberto and friends. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 839. I'm Paul Silberto. Camilo Bryan here on this Wednesday morning. And I want to get to him rather quickly because he's a little bit busy. We always appreciate our conversations every week with Congressman Mark Molinaro. And in particular this morning, because, uh, Mark, you are in Texas, correct? Yeah, we um, there's uh, 60 members uh, of the House uh, Republican Conference joining Speaker uh, Johnson uh, on a visit uh, to uh, border uh-huh. and so obviously you know uh, we know the the impacts of, uh, of border security all too well in, in upstate New York and certainly in Sullivan County uh, because of decisions made by uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams and so we're we're here really on a fact finding uh, effort. I mean we know the we know the data we know the numbers and I just would say and this is one of the times I. I, you know, I try desperately not to sound at all partisan. This, this is just, however, one of those situations where, for whatever reason, the president just doesn't want to acknowledge uh, what is a national uh, security and humanitarian crisis. And so um, we're meeting with uh, Border Patrol, uh, uh, De- Department of Public Safety in Texas, and they're really just getting a firsthand account of, uh, uh, of the crisis and, uh, and the steps we need to take to, uh, to confront it. How long? How long will this be going on? That you'll be down in Texas? So uh, down and back. So uh, flew in last night, flying back home uh, tomorrow morning. So uh, we left uh, early this morning uh, to uh, head to Eagle Pass, uh, which is right uh, at the uh, the border with Mexico, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be there all day today. Um, but again, you know, we've talked about this. Um, uh, we adopted a border security bill that, uh, frankly, uh, would address uh, security at the border, but also streamline the asylum-seeking process, get through that vetting process to ensure uh, individuals truly, genuinely seeking asylum have the, have the opportunity to do so. Uh, but what we're learning is just, is just a chaotic process here. Uh, you and I wouldn't run a firehouse, let alone uh, a border this way. And, um, and uh, frankly, uh, we, we have to confront it. We've got to get the Senate and the President to pay attention. All right, Mark, I'm going to let you go because I know, uh, first of all, how busy you are. We are having uh, some cutout problems, of course, because of the fact that you are on a bus in Texas heading to the border. I look forward to uh, to next week, to our conversation and an update on on uh, on this mission. All right. 
Me too. Hey, listen, uh, be well. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Stay safe, my friend. We'll catch up Thanks, next you week. Too. Thank be you, well. as Thanks. always, for your time. Congressman Mark Molinaro on a bus heading to the border. Uh, he is in Texas right now. And again, keeping us updated on things uh, that are going on. Uh, it's uh, always great to get that update. And like I said, I do appreciate um, the congressman uh, joining us this morning. So Camille O'Brien is here. We're talking about the Sullivan County um, Substance Use Task Force. Camille is the co-coordinator. Camille, go through the pillars once again of the task force and really the functions of each pillar, because I think it's important to know how many organizations are working together. Absolutely. So uh, there's a good number of pillars, and the basis for each pillar is to get together all similar organizations and and work on what's most pressing so they can talk about what's going on in each of their organizations. So we have the um, financial pillar, which there's a lot of uh, opioid settlement monies out there, so they're figuring that out. We have our law enforcement pillar. We have our prevention pillar. We have a veterans pillar. Um, did I say law enforcement? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we have our United Sullivan Pillar, which works with a lot of organizations and has been piloting the Unite Us platform, which is a, a no wrong door platform. Uh, we have our medical services provider pillar, which uh, is where a lot of like the hospitals and doctors sit to let us know what's going on, on the front lines. Um, yeah, I have a now, feeling. Yeah, go when, ahead. when when we talk about the all the all these pillars, yeah. the this has grown over recently the past, the past year, right? Yes, we added the veterans pillar in the last year, the financial pillar with the with the opioid settlement funds mm-hmm. on the horizon. We had the foresight to create that, and a lot of this is thanks to Wendy Brown, mm-hmm. the four who will be in tomorrow uh, tomorrow oh, I miss as our Wendy. guest co-host. Yes. yes, yes. As we transitioned, I shared an office mm-hmm. with Wendy, and it was it was just fantastic. Oh, I feel sorry for you. Oh no, it was <laughs> the best. I miss Wendy. <laughs> so, all right. Um, now. Uh, Today with Congressman Mark Molinaro, as we said, he had a brief time to join us. Um, appreciate his time because of being on the border, heading to the border in uh, in Texas. But um, so often he talks about how involved he is and how important it is to him, um, this task force. Absolutely. And he's brought a lot forward as well with the center, correct? Yes. So he's a part of our policy reform pillar. That's the one I was missing. And we're mm-hmm. so lucky that all of our legislator, legislators, uh, Senator Oberacker, uh, Assemblywoman Gunther, and Congressman Molinaro are involved. So um, Congressman Molinaro, uh, months ago, had an opioid roundtable, and it was actually just after Opioid Overdose Awareness yep. Day. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, out of that came the idea that uh, a stabilization center would would be fitting in Sullivan County and would be much needed. And when the congressman was the uh, county executive over in Dutchess County, he helped to pilot that. So he's been a great resource. Um, we've had a couple meetings, and actually next week he's organized another meeting for a lot of uh, stakeholders in Sullivan County to go visit the stabilization center over in Dutchess County and work on next steps to bring that here. So uh, thank you to Congressman Molinaro for leading that charge, and hopefully we'll have more to report back on that soon. Uh, I can see this is something you're excited about. You yes. Know, are, is, is the excitement shared throughout the different pillars, those involved with the task force? Absolutely. It would just be a hub for you know anybody that 
is in crisis or, or needs direction to get dropped off there. A great example is um, our law enforcement. A lot of times they'll pick up somebody that's that's having a hard time mm-hmm. or, you know, a call is made on them. And they're not technically breaking the law, but they need help. So this is somewhere that, uh, you know, law enforcement can drop them off to professionals that can help them navigate the system and get to the next place they need to go. And, you know, those law enforcement officers can get back out there and, and do their job. Yeah. yeah and, and I hope that you're really catching what we've been talking about, especially you if you're a longtime listener to Silbert on Friends. Um, if you notice, there's a lot of compassion um, that is really put into the practices of um, this current um, substance use task force going back to the um, the drug task force, um, even going back to our conversations with at the time um, District Attorney Megan Galligan first talking about hope not handcuffs carrying through with our current now District Attorney Brian Connedy, um, with Wendy Brown when she was on the program. So many of, of those that were involved in the, the task force and really the materialization of the task force to the point where it's at right now. There is so much compassion being put into uh, what this task force is doing, and it seems like that also is a passion of, of everyone involved. It's not just legal laws, get it done, get it fixed. I think people realize that doesn't, and it's not going to work. But it's the compassion that's going to work. Absolutely. And you know what? It's hard to not have compassion when you're hard-pressed to find anybody that hasn't had a a family member, a friend, or somebody they know that has been affected by this uh, epidemic. And, you know, it's not just somebody that that makes a bad choice. Sometimes people get prescribed an opioid for um, proper reasons. And... You know, once that takes a hold, there's there's a reason there's a lot of opioid settlement monies coming from this. You know, it, it's interesting you said that because when we were um, in the midst of the Celebrate on Friends Saving Friends Narcan Challenge, we had different people that were on with their message about why, you know, Narcan training is important. And I'll never forget that Scott was on and he had he said something that really stood out to me. He said, it may be your grandmother who takes her medications improperly. That jumped out at me. That's actually an underestimated issue that um, a lot of um, elderly people that are taking pain management meds for proper reasons forget they took their medication and they'll take it two, three times, not realizing they've already taken it. And, you know, that's a, a common way to overdose. I hope you're realizing there's a lot to this than just what, you know, the, the 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 conception is out there the misconception and that's fighting stigma um, yes it is and again that's what's really brought brought forth and that's why um, you know so just just so amazed with what uh, Sullivan 180 and in particular Lindsay Wheat does with the overdose awareness nights you know really looking to battle that stigma. Um, so it's so important. Um, more on the conversation as we, we head down the home stretch of Silberto and Friends this morning. Silberto and Friends. Well, finally, I've got somebody I can live in the past with. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Coming up on 8.54 now, 6 till 9. Winding down Silberto and Friends. I'm Paul Silberto. 
Camille O'Brien has been with me this morning. Camille is the co-coordinator, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. Camille, a lot of great information this morning. Thanks for having me on. It's a lot to share. There's a lot going on. My pleasure. And, you know, a a lot of hope, really, coming out of this, even though we're talking about a uh, just an ongoing, very, very, very tough battle. Absolutely. And, you know, it's all hands on deck. Um, and, you know, before we go, I, I just want to toss out there that any, anybody that's uh, sober curious or wants to check out a meeting, um, I know you talk a lot about uh, St. John's Church. Yeah, it's I'm, the honored, I'm honored to be uh, not only a member, but on the vestry of St. John's Episcopal Church. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, were one of the first to ask for a no locks box, which we, we installed there. But Every day, uh, every weekday at noon and 6 p.m., they have AA meetings that are N.A. friendly. And, you know, there's a limited number of N.A., which is Narcotics Narcotics Anonymous meetings in Sullivan County. So it's been really great to have some of the AA meetings be more friendly to that. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's a yeah. great resource and, you know, people are there to help. And the idea is to uh, share what was so freely given to you. So, you know, thank you for everybody in there and anybody sober curious. That's a, a great, great place. And you can go online and uh, and Google other meetings. But that's something every day. That's just yeah. a great meeting. Something so very, very important. Um, go over again that website that you had talked about with. I think this is intriguing with the collection of information and collection of services and resources. UnitedSullivan.com, which um, it just went live right before the new year. Uh, We're still building it out. So uh, we have big plans for all the resources that's going to be on there, including where to access Narcan, Narcan training, how to get involved with other organizations. We're going to have a whole page dedicated to all the organizations involved in the task force and how to join them to help them as they've been great partners Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, save it in your uh, uh, web browser history, and, and more will be coming. Yeah. Now, Camille, um, there's still ongoing Narcan trainings, correct? And Absolutely. There's still the availability for, let's say, individuals or groups to to, to reach out for uh, a training? Yes. And uh, in, on the unitedsullivan.com website, there's a, a Narcan kit request tab that you can uh, enter there. If you enter that, you'll get a phone call from me and we can talk about having a training or you can call the Department of Community Services um, or the Department of Health or, you know, Sullivan County in general and somebody will route you and we'll uh, discuss having a training for you, your group, your business and uh, whether you want to do it remotely or in person, we can make that happen for you. Is um, the United Sullivan website um, accessible through the Sullivan County website? Uh, we just went live, so we're. I don't believe the tab is on gotcha. there yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're working is, on it. Yeah, there. So there's a lot of ways to reach out and get the information you need. But again, unitedsullivan.com. Unitedsullivan.com. Um, check it out. And again, let others know what we talked about this morning. If something interested you, share this with others because really that's how everybody gets involved and everybody becomes a soldier in this ongoing battle absolutely and uh, another th- i can't thank everybody enough all of our partners in the community that have helped with the task force and you know getting a lot of uh, narcan training information out there just fighting the stigma and getting people help so very important camille you're gonna come back again okay oh, absolutely all whatever right. you want thank you so much for being here camille o'brien um and again so much great information this morning 
Camille, the co-coordinator, Sullivan County Substance Use Task Force. Thank you so much for being here uh, this morning. And remember, um, if you missed any part of the show or if you're interested in hearing it again, um, check out Ciliberto and Friends, the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. And be listening for the Foster Supply Hospitality Word of the Week buried within the Ciliberto and Friends podcast. Then go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, click on the Foster Supply Hospitality logo, let us know what that uh, word of the week is, and you'll be eligible to win a $50 Foster Supply Hospitality gift card. It's Celebrito and Friends, the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Coming up tomorrow on the next Celebrito and Friends Jonathan Charles Fox, that dog named Gidget. Um, somebody named Wendy Brown will be in as well as our guest co-hostess. We will speak with Jamie Schmeiser, President CEO, Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. If he remembers, Jonathan has our River Reporter update. Uh, Reverend Dr. Meg Stapleton-Smith from St. John's Episcopal Church talking about that upcoming community mass. Hudson Cooper talking about random thoughts. The Professor, Jamie Lazarus, our bold gold digital download. Jill Hubert-Simon, Deputy Director, our Sullivan County Public Health Update. And a conversation with State Senator Peter Oberacher on the next Ciliberto and Friends. Ciliberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9.